gentlemen, boys and girls. This is Derek with Quick Market Updates. And we are about four minutes from market close on June 28th. And barring any wild uh, closing activity, it's looking like the SPY is going to finish up today to hit another record high uh, after falling to start the day uh, around 1.30 market time. There is a sudden, pretty sudden surge uh, to really carry us up to this new high, uh, buoyed largely by uh, companies such as uh, Apple and Tesla having big days today, all of those being up over 1% individually. Uh, the tech-heavy NASDAQ, of course, is going to finish higher as well. Tech having a great day today. Uh, the NASDAQ looks like it's going to finish at around 1.2%, which is a pretty sizable gain. And this, I would say, is largely, again, due to this uh, sort of rotation back into tech, uh, buying, both buying a little bit of a dip that we've been having and also kind of going away from uh, the Dow as uh, there's still a little bit of uncertainty about the specific fate and timeline of this new infrastructure bill coming. Uh, another notable thing regarding tech is that the U.S. 10-year Treasury yield has fallen from 1.54. Uh, we hit that last Friday, kind of towards the end of the day, and we are now down below 1.48. Of course, this is really good news for tech because the lower uh, this interest rate, that basically means the cheaper that money is going to be to borrow. And a lot of tech companies are very reliant on uh, borrowing capital. So, you know, the lower these uh, interest rates are, the better off it's going to be for the tech sector. So, uh, you know, those definitely go hand in hand, the 10-year treasury yield and tech stock prices. Uh, another thing to uh, keep your eye on is later in this week, traders are going to be looking for the June jobs report that is due on July 2nd, as well as the OPEC meeting that is going to be on July 1st. The jobs report, of course, is going to give us a better sign of kind of which way the economy is heading in terms of this recovery. A lot of people are feeling pretty optimistic about the summer here, uh, what with, again, the revenge spending and, you know, uh, ideally uh, these uh, jobs numbers looking better, people getting back to work and keeping work, and, of course, the unemployment rate going down as well. So investors will certainly be keeping an eye on that as well as, uh, you know, other labor market data uh, that's due a little later on as well this week. Um, we act, uh, also have the, uh, interestingly enough, the Commerce Department's inflation indicator is actually up 3.4% in May, which is the fastest since the 90s. And it's pretty interesting, and it kind of, again, adds to uh, the narrative that inflation is coming, and it's not necessarily just transitory due to things opening up. Uh, that's kind of the narrative that the Federal Reserve is having, is that, you know, this is normal. This uh, inflation that we undoubtedly are seeing right now is just a temporary thing. Uh, but, you know, there's, of course, a lot of investors and even some of the uh, governors of the Federal Reserve Board are saying that, uh, no, you know what, this uh, bout of inflation is actually going to stay around a lot longer than we thought. And it's going to affect, uh, you know, pretty much every sector across the board. 
So we will wait to see what happens over the next few weeks there. Uh, another kind of interesting thing is the VIX volatility indicator. Uh, we had a pretty significant low over you know the past year. On Friday, we got down to 15 and a quarter. We today, though, went uh, all the way back up to just under 16 and a half. And now we're sitting at about 16.03. So that uh, uh, volatility index is rising a little bit as investors are, you know, uncertain about, uh, of course, the Federal Reserve's uh, sort of timeline for tapering these bond buybacks and getting rid of their easy money policies. Uh, and I would say as well, you know, they're really keeping their eye on uh, the Delta variant of COVID, uh, you know, which is something that we definitely need to think about, uh, regardless of, you know, how you feel about it. Uh, it does affect investors and their attitude towards the economy as a whole and definitely, you know, specific sectors such as the travel industry and, of course, the healthcare industry. So we'll have to wait and see how that plays out. Uh, you know, uh, investors are also waiting for Eurozone uh, inflation data that's coming up a little later this week. And of course, Europe is probably going to be a little more affected by uh, COVID and its variants at this stage. Uh, you know, the United States is definitely on top of vaccines, which is nice. But of course, we aren't the only country in the world that determines the global economy. So we'll wait to see what uh, happens with that. Uh, of course, Bitcoin, not a lot of action uh, for Bitcoin over the past 24 hours. If we look at the chart here, we are still sitting at about 34,400 and some change. So we're still hanging out uh, you know, around that uh, range that we've been in for the past, uh, well, about the past uh, month, you know, between 31,000 and uh mostly 39,000 again there was a time a couple times where we peaked over 40,000 but it was very brief uh it was only for a few hours and we've since come back down mostly under uh 36 37,000 so not a lot of action there on the bitcoin front we of course are still looking for you know that significant breakthrough and uh, a long-term stay above forty thousand to really start diving into uh, bitcoin strength um, interestingly enough though ethereum is actually performing better than bitcoin over the past uh, 24 hours uh, of course there could be a lot of reasons uh, but, you know, arguably the largest reason why Bitcoin might be lagging a little bit is because, you know, the sanctions that China uh, primarily is putting on Bitcoin um, uh, in terms of, you know, being able to use it as a currency for transactions and, of course, the actual mining of Bitcoin. Uh, but interestingly, you know, something that investors are really starting to look into as they do you know, at least consider Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies is the fact that Bitcoin uh, isn't necessarily going to be the best cryptocurrency for mass transactions because it is kind of slow to verify those transactions. Um, so it's not necessarily going to be um, a, you know, kind of long term world currency per se. Uh, because of that lack of uh, velocity in terms of being able to verify Bitcoin transactions. 
Um, so, you know, it's uh, a good store of value. It is the sort of original cryptocurrency. So, you know, again, it's uh, more of a long-term holding uh, for a good store of value as opposed to, you know, uh, the traditional store of value like gold and silver, uh, which gold, of course, still hanging around uh, between $17 and $1,800 an ounce. Not a lot of change there uh, since about June 17th. We had that huge slide all the way down from $1,860 an ounce to uh, right below $1,760 an ounce uh, on the 18th. So we'll wait to see what happens there with those, you know, alternative stores of value to the dollar. Uh, another quick tidbit is uh, that investors are watching is that uh, the price of crude oil uh, continues to go up just a little bit. It is kind of bouncing around just below $80 a barrel. So, you know, uh, there's a few few people saying that we really need to see what happens when we when or when or if we get to $80 a barrel and see, you know, if we can have a breakthrough up above there or if we kind of trend back down, uh, which, you know, personally, I would definitely love to see oil come down a little bit. Uh, here where I live, you know, gas isn't cheap and it's not looking like it's getting any cheaper. Uh, so, you know, ideally, we'd like to see that uh, price of crude oil come down. Uh, of course, we might have a better idea after the OPEC meeting uh, coming up on the 1st, which is going to be Thursday, of uh, kind of the attitude and the direction about oil and its price. So uh, looks like overall we had a pretty decent day today, except for tiny, tiny pullback in the Dow. Hopefully we're able to make some money. Uh, we will see you next time, though, tomorrow morning for the market open. This is Derek with Quick Market Updates. Have a wonderful evening.